still look pretty the podcast hey guys welcome back to the sit still look pretty podcast we're your hosts summer and vanessa and welcome well actually yeah you've already said welcome back to another (laughs) episode just uh repeating what summer said but uh today we're gonna talk about seeing as uh the that time of the year is around us again and university is starting again and schools are starting and everyone is just moving on to different things we thought we'd talk about freshers and university and basically just tips and tricks on how to ace your first year university by the way when I say ace I don't mean just grades I mean also feel like you you've gotten this adult thing under control even though you won't but you'll feel like you do yeah like these are going to be like our top tips to kind of helping you guys feel a lot more confident about starting your first year of law school because obviously it can be quite daunting quite scary and we don't want you guys to feel too out of your depth so we're gonna cover moving away from home we we know that not everyone's moving away from home to go to to law school but we thought that was an important thing to cover because we when we moved away from home like I remember I watched a lot of like YouTube videos and stuff to kind of figure out how to to do it in a in a really weird way um then we're going to go through freshers um studying relationships friendships those kind of how to make friendships um how to not date your flatmates <laughs> things like that and then we're going to go into like extracurriculars so societies things that you can get involved with so just make sure that your first year of law school is great and you don't feel so out of your comfort zone so first we're gonna go into moving away from home um do you want to start it off e or should I start it off I mean I feel like I should preface this by saying that it's a very ballsy thing to do to decide that you're going to go to a university that's not in your hometown and that is potentially maybe hundreds of miles away from your from your house I didn't really think about this much when I had applied to university my mentality was growing up in like a quite strict family I just couldn't wait to just be in my own space and to cook my own food and do my laundry to me it seemed like it was so much fun and I picked Southampton because I was like oh you know it's I'd to be honest when I applied to it I just knew it was in Southampton but if you took out a map and asked me to point where Southampton was I probably (laughs) (laughs) I probably would have gotten it wrong I had absolutely no idea I just knew it was in the south in the town of Southampton did I know where where the city was no no clue so so actually in fact the first time I thought where I saw exactly where it was was when I introduced it on the GPS on the day I moved into halls oh my gosh (laughs) yeah so um so so yeah I just didn't really think it through I just kind of was like oh you know it's away from home exactly how far away I don't know but it's a it's far away from home so yeah and then we got there and I remember it was pouring it down it was like just one of those ugly oh my god the move-in day day was so great like it was was so so ugly that day I was actually so stressed because I was thinking how can we just turn up to uni and this is the first day literally and it was such a pathetic fallacy because like you're break like you're breaking up with your parents for the first time in like well for for the first time your entire life yeah 
Yeah, and I remember like my parents moved me in and um, like took all the boxes up. And then at the end, they were like, right, that's it. We're going home. And I was just, and they left. And I was just sat there like an idiot on my bed, staring at like boxes around me no. and just staring at the blank wall in front of me. And I was like, okay, now what do I do? Honestly, nothing can match that feeling when your parents drive away for the first time and you're just sitting in your room and halls like, right, really? okay. Like, I just didn't think it through. I thought, oh yeah, we're just going to drive there. Like we're going to put the boxes in there, but I'm going home. Like, yeah, <laughs> I never thought about them leaving for some strange reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, and moving away from home, like as I said, to go back to, to the story, I didn't actually think it through. Like I didn't really think of it in my head as, oh my God, I'm going to move away so far away from, from my house in London. Like I just didn't think of it that way. I just kind of didn't really think anything of it, to be honest. And even on the day that my parents left me there and drove back home, I remember like sitting down on the bed, like, as I said, and uh, just kind of looking around me. And even then it hit me, but it hit me like in the slightest way possible. Like I still didn't think that it was that bad. It was that tragic in my head. Like it didn't matter. I was like three hours away from home (laughs) in my head. I was just away from home. That was the only, it was just like, at first it felt a bit like a holiday. I think like <laughs> you're did. immersed into like the excitement of like a new place and you know yeah. but it didn't permanently rest in my brain that I had moved yeah. away for three years yeah, yeah I get and you. also like and also um meeting your flatmates and stuff like that like it, it very much felt like a, a holiday and I remember we my parents took me to Sainsbury's before they left just so I could do like my first food food shop right and I remember being in Sainsbury's and having no phone signal and I just remember freaking out because I was like now my parents are gonna leave I'm stuck in this city and it's pouring <laughs> down and I don't even have phone signal like what am I supposed well, did to you do? go to Portswood Sainsbury's Yes. Me too. Yes. Me too. Yeah, we were yeah, in Sainsbury's on the same day. No, because you moved in a, a day after me. Did I, I move in the next day? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they had staggered arrivals. I yeah, because because of all of Glenair Halls, they, you couldn't have moved us all in at the same time. Yeah, that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. So. Sorry, I thought it was going to be like a destiny story for us to be friends, but never mind. Well, it was a destiny, but we got to that later part. But yeah, so then I remember getting back to my to my room and still not having phone signal. And I was just like, okay, great. Now, how am I supposed to contact anyone? I'm surrounded by strangers. I don't know anyone here. Um, but even then, I wasn't like freaked out or anything. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to roll with the punches. Like it is what it is, you know? I kind of, it just, in a, in a way, it was exciting. Uh, I didn't get scared. I just kind of just took it as I went. And then, and then, and then, yeah. So it, it just, yeah, it didn't really, uh, it didn't really scare me. It just kind of, to me, it didn't feel like moving away from home. It just felt like, oh, this is just something that I'm going to do for the next couple of days and then return to my life. Like it's all normal, you know? So yeah, I, and then 
I eventually got used to it, but I feel like I never really had that uni experience to the extent that Summer had, because I still kept my job in London on the weekends, working part-time, um, which meant that I was event- essentially commuting between London and Southampton for the last three years well actually more like two years because corona took over the the third year of uni so I didn't really have to travel much but because I was traveling back and forth between Southampton and London every weekend I was only really in Southampton for like four days and that meant that I didn't really have a lot of time to forge a lot of friendships with people I also was in a relationship when I started university which by the way is a mistake that you should never do because you will not give the same chance to people in terms of friendships because you're so caught up in your relationship and you're so caught up especially if you're moving away from home Mm. you're kind of facetiming and talking every night and yeah you don't you you don't do the things that a fresher is supposed to do so if you take anything away from this episode go to university single please (laughs) go to university single or you'll leave university single so to you (laughs) exactly or you're leaving university with trauma (laughs) that was that was actually unnecessarily shady but um yeah like in terms of like moving away from home for me like I was that token kid that was like I can't wait to be 18 I can't wait to go to university like I knew like all of the universities I applied to were outside of London because I knew that I wanted to move away from home because I felt like I wouldn't have got the entire university experience like for me law school was a lot more than just tick on my belt like a notch on my belt for my career it was like the you're gonna gain all of your independence and experience that you need to actually grow as an adult in those three years as well so um yeah so when I went obviously I this is something I would highly recommend so obviously when we got we've already established that Southampton is naturally rainy and gray wish I knew that before I went no phone signal Southampton has awful phone signal for some really strange reason um but yeah and I my parents helped me move in and all that stuff and helped me unpack like my mom literally helped me unpack pretty much my entire room and then she just left like any of the decorative stuff to me afterwards and they drove home and I was just like like I felt like empty I was like I don't know what now what I'm gonna do now like I was so like stunned but one thing I would massively recommend especially if you are moving away from home and it's something that I think a lot of people forget you have to have to take a doorstop because you don't know who's coming in and out of your flat but if your door's already open and they can see you it's a it's like a way of starting a conversation like if they walk past you of your their bags or whatever you can be like hey like how are you like so I didn't have a doorstop hence why I'm telling you guys to get a doorstop um but at first it was very awkward in my flat like I think this is something as well that people don't talk about a lot like it was like me and my flatmates even now we're still friends like two of them I'm really close to two of them I'm not because one was actually um a final year and the other one I we just never really became friends but three out of the people that I lived with I still like talk to like I'm still friends with them like you know I I, I did actually was one of the lucky ones that made friends for life um lucky not you <laughs> from my flat as well as like from my course 
Um, but it was very awkward at the beginning because it was like, you have to get to know these complete strangers. Like you don't know where they're from. You don't know if you're going to have any interest and things like that. So one way that my flat kind of overcame that was we would sit there and we'd discuss, well, we had a group chat before we went. So then obviously we figured out who was in Glen Eyre Halls, who was in what rooms and who was in what flats. And then we had our own group chat from that. And then when we actually were there on the move-in day, we um, had to like give in our doc- like our sign-up sheets for the doctors and all of this stuff. So then one of my friends, Celia, hi Celia, if you listen to this, um, we went to the doctors together. We did, we handed our sign-up forms together, got our um, university passes together, all of that stuff. And we became... like tied at the hip very early on because obviously we were both in the same but she was also from London as well um so that was great um but what we chose to do is we had like go on no not to interrupt you or to sidetrack or go on off on a tangent or anything but I feel like we should tell everyone how we actually met because we get this question all the time it's like oh how did you guys meet did you know each other before university it's true I feel like it would be beneficial for us to tell you guys how we met because you might meet your summer too you know you know but if you meet your summer you are set for life I always feel like we should get a sponsorship for what we're about to say but anyway facts so we'll get we'll get into that in one second because it's really funny um so yeah so, do you want us let to me wish- finish my Celia story first go and, on, go on, go on. yeah so we yeah we did all of that stuff she became my flat wife we were attached at the hip and then what me and my other flatmates did like we all like would go into the kitchen and we would play like drinking games and things like that this is another thing when you go to university don't feel pressured to drink alcohol if you haven't before I turned 18 an entire year before I went to university um, but some people had only just turned 18 so you can have fun at university without drinking as well but just like play games with your your flatmates like never have I ever or like get to know each other and don't be afraid to ask questions because you're going to be living with them for the next year like whether they're on your course or not you want to go clubbing with them you have nothing in common still at least have at least a basis of friendship um, with your flatmates that's so important because it really makes your year like if me and my flatmates didn't get along like I don't know what I'd do like I love my I loved my flatmates I love my flat like a lot of the times like our friendship from our course like our law school uh friendship that we made outside of my flat we would study a lot in my kitchen they would come over to my flat we would like do pre's before we'd all go out and stuff like that and also make friends with your neighboring flats and kind of do exactly what you did in your flat with their flat as well because you know you may not make your friends for life in your flat but you will definitely make friends and it'll make your your journey easier so yeah let's talk about how me and Vanessa came friends we definitely deserve a sponsorship for this um we've been screaming this for three years that we deserve a sponsorship for it I don't know if that's because of social media culture has put that in our head or not but um right so no there is no I am convinced there is no better success stories you know like those success stories on tinder where people met they get married and have yeah. a kid success story it's yeah. a success story I'm convinced of it we're not married we don't have a kid together but, <laughs> but yet and I'm joking but we are friends <laughs> like we are friends we've set up a podcast together like we've made plans to live together like we have literally been attached at the hip for three years straight like no budging 
Like, so. I will put you all out of your misery. So we, <laughs> well, uh, I was recommended this app. Um, I was recommended it on Facebook as well, to be fair. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know if I got it on Facebook or if I got it on those like induction university packs or whatever. Anyway, so um, I was like, it was called, it's called Campus Society. And I was like, let me give it a try. Like, let me see what this is about. Like, hmm, maybe. Yeah. No, basically the aim of the app is to connect people that go to the same university and are on the same course mm. so to like connect them so that they match and they start talking and then they in a, in a way you make friends before you get to university mm. and this is how Summer and I met I basically like, tinder she basically swiped right on me and was like yeah I'm gonna be her friend for life no see me but I'm blinking twice which means I'm in danger (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah we met on this app and I remember Vanessa messaged me and was like hey and I was like and with me right I feel like I should just preface I'm slightly more socially awkward than it comes across in the podcast hence why the podcast is audio and actually not visual yet <laughs> but she messaged me and I was like I remember I went to mom I was like mom this girl just missed me on the campus and mom was like oh my god like message her back like you know and I was like okay like <laughs> I really wish we had a video for this because like I am smiling from one year <laughs> to the other right now <laughs> and then Vanessa this girl like when I tell you this girl's like are you from London I was like yeah the excitement the excitement from Vanessa knowing that somebody in Southampton was also going to be from London was like unparalleled because she genuinely thought it was going to be like a bunch of cowboys and hillbillies I'm pretty sure <laughs> because she had no conception that Southampton is actually its own city like she- I told you that I didn't know where I was going <laughs> um and she was like oh my god like let me take you clubbing in London and all this stuff and obviously me being socially awkward I was like yeah 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 but in my brain I was like that's never gonna happen because I'm so scared like I was like I'm so scared to meet new people and all of that stuff and then when we got to university we messaged again and we went out for pizza and I was late that's a trend that's stuck in our friendship like I thought that she stood me up yeah I was so late I was like I don't know like 10-15 minutes late like by the way if you're from Southampton and you're like listening to this we told we told each other we'd meet at the interchange but if you know the interchange the interchange is huge right now I had an idea of what summer looked like but I didn't know exactly you know yeah it was the same with me like I was there was so I remember we literally met in like the afternoon and there was so many people at interchange because people leaving like their um like induction sessions and all of that stuff so interchange was so packed so I'm off the bus now and I'm like looking around trying to figure out where she is who she is um but yeah and then we finally like I went outside and I was like hey like are you Vanessa like and she was like yeah and it was so awkward at first like it was generally so awkward but then we went into town to whiskey we had lunch like it was just a and fun day out. oh yeah we had pizza Hut. I still have a snap from that day but that's the day of our friend anniversary like we put that on as our friend anniversary and then from then like we just we just did everything together pretty much like we lived together in second year as well like obviously when COVID hit Vanessa was like I'm not gonna pay rent for a house in like Southampton if I'm not gonna live there you know it doesn't make sense which in hindsight made a lot of sense and I regret I didn't do that but we moved you all you all mocked me yeah we did 
we did like so what you plan on commuting and I was like honey we're gonna be in a lockdown there's no way that we're gonna have to commute and then bam it happened yeah it's true it's true but yeah so campus society if you're listening to this um give it a shot you might find you might find your friendship you might find 100% but yeah so and then from then on the rest of my friends so obviously I made my friends in my flat and then made friends with and then your from friends society. and then your friends who you stay in your flat with make friends with other people and then you go out together and then that's yeah how you like exactly to like that's what that moving away from home now bear in mind you will not find your people on day one no you will not find your people on day one because university brings together such a diverse group of people yeah that you will not find your people for a while like yeah. you just get incredibly lucky to find someone yeah. that you gel with so don't be discouraged if you don't meet your besties on the first day no it's true like and also like we made friends with people in first year that we're not friends with now like it's okay like you don't have to force a friendship like still you know stay true to yourself you don't have to force yourself into a friendship just because you feel that you have to make your friends for life your bridesmaids whatever for the rest of your life like you don't you don't have to do that so moving away from home don't don't what don't force yourself into situations that you wouldn't force yourself into if you were at home if you know what I mean I feel like it's um it's um what's it called it it, a a lot of pressure is put on us as as students when you go to university to make to meet your friends for life and to meet your bridesmaids and to meet like all of these people that you have like this this um this I guess template of a friend for life of a future bridesmaid of a maid of honor whatever and you are so adamant to live out that fantasy to live out that fairy tale that you will shove anyone that you meet into that template into that character that's true into that like little space that you've carved out and you will not meet your people on the first day that this is just the most direct way I can say it it's just not gonna it's happen. true it does some um, people are lucky and that does happen to them but don't force that that has to happen like as well like with Vanessa like she wasn't bestie mates with her entire flat like everything was fine but she wasn't best friends with any of them do you know what I mean like I'm not in contact with it with any with any of them actually yeah uh, it's, it's exactly not- it's nothing like bad I just it just we we're just different people yeah exactly that's what happens because university is just a wide mix of different people from different backgrounds different interests like even the friends that I have like Vas for example me and him don't have everything in common but we're friends because we have other things in common that built our friendship you know like me and him me him and Alexi like us three never ever lived together like uh like I'd never lived with Alexi at all to be fair but me and Vas only lived together in first year but us three like all of us me you um Alexi and Vas me you being Vanessa um Alexi and Vas are all still friends now like we're planning on when we're going to go back and visit Southampton next week and hang out and you know what I mean so and those two boys do aeronautical engineering so Again, don't be worried that you have to make friends on your course, nor make friends of your flat. Like your friendships are going to come from a wide variety of people. And I think now we should swing on to Freshers because m- me and Vanessa also met a few different people from Freshers as well. Actually, before we do that, shall we talk about things like food shops and laundry? Yes, 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 yes. Budgeting and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's really key important. actually. 
one thing I will say when you move to university, pack your pack, make sure that you make a list of all the things that you need to pack. So for example, this is not essential, but for me, I packed a kettle because I like to make hot water bottles and I like to make teas and coffees and I didn't want to go all the way to the kitchen. I just wanted to have it like in my room ready to go whenever I was studying I could just you know literally stretch my arm out put the kettle on and make my tea without like basically with minimal effort it's totally up to you um it's also great if you're making a lot of like pot noodles and that kind of stuff so it's up to you but I would definitely recommend investing in a kettle it's like 20 pounds and you'll put you'll give yourself a lot more comfort now not a lot of people did this but it's just something that I personally did which really helped me through my first year of university and also actually helped us in our second year of university when we all decided to share a house because I brought a kettle the girls brought a toaster I brought like, a toaster everyone... I would just have to say that I brought yeah everyone just <laughs> bought different shit you know yeah um so yeah I would say like bring bring a kettle so you can put it in your room I don't know it just gives you a lot more comfort I think mm. Uh, another thing to not forget that I think was very easy for people to forget hangers yeah. <laughs> you have to hang stuff up and I think you don't realize how many hangers you need because you know at home you may have like your coat cupboard and things like that when you go to university it's more or less the bare minimum in your halls most of the time whether you're in a studio um, or not so you will have to hang up your coats your jumpers your skirts like you have to hang up a lot of stuff linking to this do not overpack I packed pretty much my entire wardrobe and I didn't even wear most of it and then went out shopping and bought more clothes so I again like my fashion changed multiple times across the three years of university like I have so many I bought so many new clothes and when I came back to London I had to keep putting them in black bags like my old clothes because I was just never wearing them so don't overpack only realistically wear like bring what you know that you're gonna wear like don't just pack oh this jumper oh maybe because you you don't know if you're gonna you're gonna wear it and then it just takes up loads of space and it's just when you're packing moving back home and stuff like it's just and, a headache and also if you're gonna dress up <coughs> the first week you're gonna dress up for the first second week You're going to dress up in like the first week, but then you're going to give up. Like I'm telling you this now, I would love to see you prove me wrong. And if you do, please send me pictures. But after the first week, you will not be bothered to dress up. You will turn up to your lectures in like joggers and sweats. And law school is an Elwood's Legally Blonde all the time. I can't lie to you. Nope. It's, It's a fiction. Like you will dress up I don't know in the first week and then you will I guess dress up when you go out and that kind of stuff like when you go partying and even then it's trainers and I don't know jeans and a nice top like you're not gonna wear heels clubbing in Southampton no way really Vanessa uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> I never did it though Vanessa uh, learned that lesson the hard way I think she went out clubbing once and she was like should I wear heels and I was like no like we're in Southampton we're not remember we went to cafe cafe parfait that night and you wore that white dress and you put the heels on and I turned up in my air forces and you were like and you looked at me and I was like why are you wearing heels like we're in Southampton not in London and you're like okay cool and then she put her vans on 
yeah no i you're gonna wear the same pair of trainers that's gonna it's gonna look like it went through the wall and don't overpack just don't overpack just take one take two changes of uh, bed sheets so one you can have in the wash and one you can just put fresh take an iron because you might need to iron stuff it depends how 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 uh, how much that bothers you and um yeah I, one thing I really did that I really enjoyed was I took a little like fruit bowl thing that I put above my bed I had this like kind of space where I could storage it and I just bought fruit and I had fruit at the top of my bed throughout the whole year which was really nice it all it all depends on how much you like fruit but um it's just something that's quite nice to do yeah one thing yeah uh let's talk about food shopping because I used to buy I think the first food shop that I did by myself like fully without any parent in attendance I spent about 120 pounds oh fuck you okay this is one thing that I never gave my parents credit for how many times you need to go food shopping like why am I why why and this is another thing as well schedule time out of your day why am i scheduling time out of my day to go food shopping it's either that or i starve so and another point i would like to make you're not going to eat bread as much as you think you do and then the bread is going to go off what you should invest in is bagels because you know what bagels slap all the time so like you're not going to eat that much toast you're not going to and milk runs out really quickly i don't drink cow's milk so for me, when I was having like soy milk or something like that, I would buy the warm cartons. So I would leave it at the top of the fridge because it didn't need to be in the fridge and, you know, it long life basically. And then obviously I would, when I really got into the swing of law school and studying, it was coffee, coffee, coffee. Um, so yeah, but when it comes to your food shop, literally only, I would say buy in bulk pasta, buy in bulk rice and all of your like carbohydrates in that sense, like potatoes and stuff like that. But also when you're in your flat, share with other people. So if there's like one of you has like one big bag of like rice or whatever, then they don't obviously all need to buy rice. How much is that like massive bag of rice? How quickly are you going to go through that? You're not going to go through that very quickly um and I would also say have a sweet cupboard in your room like of your snacks and stuff because people will steal your food that will happen even if you are friends with them they may come in from a drunk night out that you didn't go on and go in your cupboard and be like oh summer's got like wagon wheels or whatever and then like eat your chocolate and then you're upset you know and then that will cause falling out there was this one situation where one of my flatmates had a garlic bread and we all knew she ate it because we all watched her eat it but she genuinely went on at us she was like someone stole my garlic bread for about three days and we were like you ate the garlic bread but she genuinely didn't believe it but that stuff is a real tragedy that happens a lot um so yeah I would say have a sweet snack cupboard in your room um and also I would say like if you are friends of your flat or even friends of one person in your flat or you know your friend's flat lives your friend lives in another flat like have days where you cook together or like one of you cooks one week and one of you cooks the next week um is honestly a, a game changer because it's just it, it's a fun thing to do that doesn't involve like clubbing and all of that stuff you can still wear your sweats to your friend's house and you're just eating spaghetti bolognese um I would also say 
this can sometimes get a bit tiresome so maybe meal plan a little bit but sometimes you can cook a meal and obviously because you're used to having meals from home you don't realize how long those meals will last so like I was making meals sometimes like stir fry and things like that that would last me like three four days because it's just there's just so much and you can't possibly eat it all at one time and that is a good way of going about cooking and that's a good way to think about what you're buying because then it keeps money low um as well so when you have containers and things like that you can take that food to the library as well so that's another game changer um as well and it keeps costs low like when you're out because library food if you're at the library you are racking up dollars in the library and also they don't even serve like warm meals they just serve sandwiches yeah the thing is the only warm meal our library served was noodles and you had to just heat use the hot water tank which again you get tired of pot noodles real quick as well yeah I mean I would say um I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna sit here and tell you not to go to Aldi or Lidl do but just bear in mind that the fresh produce from there so things like um vegetables and fruits Go, tend to go off really quickly so you actually it is cheaper but it will go off in like two three days it's it depends on how quick you're going to eat it that's one thing we, we only yeah. realized that in second year as well to be fair because we were still shopping at Sainsbury's and Asda in first year weren't we so just um yeah just just think about that and then if you still want to get like your things like your pasta and your canned goods and your sweets and snacks and that kind of stuff sauces you can still get them from Aldi or Lidl absolutely no problem but you might want to double think when it comes to like fresh produce if you think that you're going to get through it very quickly then fine but it's just something to bear in mind I will say allocate yourself like 35 pounds a week 40 40 maybe 50 now because inflation with covid and everything um i would say 50 pounds is is more than enough to i would say one thing i wish i did as well linking to that aldi little situation is found a butcher's rather than getting my meat from aldi and little because i didn't like the taste of it personally it didn't feel as um fresh than if I got it from a butcher's but I was genuinely too lazy but in my third year there was an international foods across the road so they had a butcher's in the back that if I wanted to go to I could have um and also don't underestimate how many ready meals you're going to eat because sometimes they are the quickest thing especially when it comes to studying um as well as frozen food me and Vanessa used to love chicken kievs mashed potato and salad because we were just it was just such a quick meal to make in such a short space of time and we didn't have to take out so much time from studying yeah like we would get home from lectures and we'd be like yeah you make the salad I'll make the mash we put the kievs in the oven and then Bob's your uncle exactly um linking to that because me and Vanessa were literally talking about this the other day about how we had like salad with literally everything um make sure you're eating your fruit and veg like you can throw it into anything blend it and make a soup like you have to you are responsible for your own health and when it comes to your food shopping that is so important so you need to make sure that you're keeping yourself healthy because your mental health is going to go for a lot of ups and downs um and it can take a toll on your physical health as well while you're at university so make sure that you're eating as healthy as possible try and put as less 
crap food in you as possible because crap food is comfort food so it'll make you feel all right in the moment but actually in like a couple of hours you'll crash and you're just not going to be able to study so just snack if you can snack on on uh things like strawberries or blueberries or fruits or uh vegetables or you know one of the things that I used to do all the time and someone makes fun of me because I mean I would make fun of me too <laughs> considering the frequency of it but I love hummus I have hummus with everything so so if you can just like peel some carrots or some celery or whatever and just take a pot of hummus and just dip it in, of the year you're still getting your um, fruit your veggies in so just 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 try and incorporate as much of that as possible especially in freshers when there's a lot of flus going around and a lot of you don't want to be sick this is what i mean freshers flu let's just swing on to, freshers i don't have a lot to say for freshers because they're every uni's freshers is different and freshers whether you're studying law or you're not studying law it's going to be the same so um when it comes to to freshers freshers flu is a real thing so stock up on lemsip before that because freshers flu is because when you go to university it's usually cold it's usually like you don't really want to take a jacket because you don't know if the place is going to have a um like cloakroom you don't want to pay for the cloakroom because you're on student like loan and you know all of that stuff so make sure that you're wrapping up warm one and to prepare for freshers flu your your first week of lectures everyone's going to be coughing and sneezing it's just facts that's just what's going to happen but you're not going to die it's not the end of the world it's just a common a common thing also the amount of dominoes you'll eat in freshers unparalleled because the deals for students on dominoes is crazy when you go to your freshers fair there's going to be a stand for dominoes and they're going to give you free pizza and stuff like that so that is also very real but in regards to the clubbing side of freshers that's why I think it's important to even if you don't like it pushes you out of your comfort zone because when you go with your flat so talk to your flatmates and be like oh are you going to this freshers event because a lot of the time it's best to buy your tickets early because they do get taken up really quickly or they get more expensive because the clubs know that students are coming and they know that freshers and you guys may not be familiar with the clubbing scene and things like that so they will try and take the mick out of you a little bit so maybe try and get your tickets before and then join the groups on Facebook Facebook's going to be a best friend for freshers but also throughout university join the groups for the freshers events and then make friends with people in those freshers events really freshers and the first like two weeks of university is really all about pushing us up all the way out of your comfort zone especially if you're moving away from home I don't have many like when it comes to clubbing as well you don't have to drink to go clubbing I have a friend he doesn't drink he went to the University of Leicester he had a great time you know you don't don't be feel pressured into drinking and don't let anybody make you feel pressured into drinking or drugs because that you will see that at university also so I feel like we should talk about because you've just mentioned the pressure, right? I feel like we need to mention things like chunder charts and um yeah. the other thing, the other types of charts, which I'm not gonna mention. Yeah, because. yeah. So yeah, go on. Just because your flat makes this thing and puts it on the uh, like kitchen fridge. notice board or fridge or whatever. We had a notice board, by the way. So, we so did we, but we anyway. just put ours on the fridge. Don't try and compete, because Glenn will always top Chamberlain. 
<laughs> but um, but but uh, yeah, no, like they will make charts and stuff, and you know, whoever leads in the charts is winning and and that kind of stuff. Don't feel pressured. Like it's it's okay if you don't yeah. want to do all that kind of stuff. No like, one's gonna judge you. Like that's one thing. Like I got involved in that because again, like like I said, me and my flat, we all became best friends, but like there was um um someone in our flat who never got involved in any of it because she just didn't feel like it none of us judged her for it because everyone's different so don't it's weird because it feels like peer pressure even though no one's pressuring you into it but you feel like because you're in that environment you have to do it but you don't you don't like you're going to find your people um a hundred percent and I think while we're on the social topic I think we should go into extracurriculars and stuff like that now in societies now because you get the society fair but let's just talk about laundry oh my gosh this is such a like a like a all over the place episode by the way guys I'm so sorry there's so much to talk about I wanted to talk about laundry but then you started talking about freshers so I was like oh I didn't know you were shopping okay sorry okay guys so we need to talk about laundry okay because you need to ask your mom to educate you when you when it comes to laundry no 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 Vanessa needed to ask her mom to educate her on laundry I didn't need to be educated on laundry before I went to go do laundry just saying um so just just learn the basics okay because you don't want to I don't know fuck up your clothes mix your black your darks and your colors and your whites all in the same wash yeah I mean I never did that because common sense but I don't know it just sometimes it would just all go funny I think it was also the the washing machines that the university supplied us with yeah the washing machines at university are awful circuit laundry can choke I would just like to point that out circuit laundry is not only unnecessarily expensive how are you charging me three pound for a wash and not even washing my clothes properly your white socks will go in there a little bit dirty they will come out gray they will never come out white again ever so just keep going to Primark and buying new white socks and they would come off like not even um they would like be dripping with water yeah. it's just awful yeah it take and like, the thing to dry is them. buy a clothing rack because again then you're paying another three pound for the dryer and then the dryer doesn't even properly dry your clothes don't fall into that trap so when it comes to your laundry you have to literally not only set out a designated time because you leave your laundry in the laundry room like and then you'll go away you do your business and you come back and then you'll come back and collect it so not only set a timer but also download the circuit app if your university does have circuit because then you can it will set give you a reminder when your wash is done basically um and you will be running across um your hall's campus if you move away from home with your laundry bag so just prepare for that as well yeah bring a laundry basket but yeah that's yeah. one one thing I wanted to touch with the laundry sorry we can talk about societies now. that is important but yeah I think we've covered most of the stuff about moving in like making friends of your flat freshers flu clubbing drinking drugs food shopping so yeah I think next go on to extracurriculars how me and Vanessa met the most famous story so yeah we've gone we've gone through all of that so yeah extracurriculars societies things like that so obviously this is just an episode on the first year of of law school we will get into other episodes of societies and what you can do to further your law career in later episodes but this is solely focusing on first year I think it would be really important to join societies in first year I didn't did I no I did 
Did I? Oh, I joined Women in Business in first year. Um, so yeah, I joined the Women in Business Society in first year, um, which was amazing. I met amazing women. I went on um, amazing like events where we would go to like visit um, different businesses that were made by female entrepreneurs, which is incredible. And then we would go clubbing afterwards and they would throw like cocktail parties and stuff. So that was amazing. Um, I would recommend if you have ever played a sport or you do want to play a sport, try out for sports societies as well. Um, one of my friends, <laughs> his entire three year, three year journey of his undergrad, he's doing his master's now, but his three year journey at undergrad, he tried to play, try out for the football team and he didn't get onto it ever which is sad because the way that they look at sports at university are like you're going to play for the premier league like it's sports is really big at university so if you have experience in playing in a sport and things like that i would say 100 go out for those tryouts so make sure you look on facebook and things like that for the tryouts but just join as many societies as you can but don't let it take away from from your studies because they are um, their own um responsibility do you know what I mean so like they don't societies don't wait around for your degree like you know what I mean like your lectures your seminars like you have to make sure that you can plan that out so don't bite off more than you can chew in first year I think that's why I only joined the women in business society I co-founded a society a law society in second year oh and I joined the law society and I joined the law society in first year but the law society in the entire three years we were at university basically did nothing I went to one Allen and Overy talk and that was it so yeah um but yeah I would say join the ones that you actually want to join and don't get roped into joining every single one of them because at the bun fight like at the society's fair they're going to all try and draw you in because your fee to join their society is what funds their society at the end of the day so um yeah but make sure that you have an extracurricular that you enjoy so for me women in business I genuinely enjoyed it but um in regards to like more sociable societies and like sports I hadn't played sports since I was like 15 16 so I didn't join any of those societies I hadn't been in performing arts since I was 15 so again it didn't feel worthwhile to join that either because it would be unlocking loads of stuff that I hadn't done for four years and I just didn't have the time to unpack it because like I said they're their own responsibility like they're there they require kind of like a job like it's a you have to designate a lot of time to them as much as they are fun I couldn't designate that time because law school was quite demanding from the jump so yeah when it comes to that but I prefer to do other things to enjoy my time so I would go clubbing with my friends I didn't we didn't actually go clubbing that often in first year which is quite funny to think about we weren't freshers freshers wasn't that great in Southampton but we didn't go clubbing that often and again don't feel roped into the fact that you're at university and you have to go clubbing all the time again me and Vanessa already had pretty much a year of going clubbing in London before we went to university which may be why we didn't go clubbing as much when we went to Southampton or because Vanessa snaked it every weekend and went back to London don't know (laughs) but um I prefer to do other things with my flat like we did movie nights not just my flat but me Vanessa and two of our other friends at the time we did movie nights um, we did dinner nights but most importantly we studied constantly like in first year so now we're going to just swing on to the studying a little bit I didn't I like both of us didn't study law before we went to university to study law like we'd studied politics and you know 
um, history and English lit and did you do sociology? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, that's look at that, top tier friend. But yeah, so we studied subjects like that. We never did a law A level. Our six forms didn't offer a law A level. So I think that's mostly offered at college anyway. So we really felt out of our depth a little bit at the beginning because it was such a heavy workload. Like A levels was a heavy workload, and the jump from A levels to uni isn't as big as the jump, I think, from GCSE to A levels but it still felt like a lot because we had to familiarize ourselves with a lot of la- different language not only legal language latin like so the different methods to reading different methods to referencing and you know we had assignments every other week whether they were mocks or whether they were um summatives uh, courseworks and things like that so it was very intense but it was so enjoyable so make sure you attend all of your lectures I would say if they are recorded make sure you catch up with the recording the same day like if you accidentally sleep through your lecture then just watch it the same day if it is posted the same day Um, but if it's not posted the same day then watch it as soon as it's posted so that you catch up one thing that was my saving grace when I was in first year I did all of my seminar work a week before the seminar because not only because I was a teacher's pet massively um, but also because it was just a lot more helpful because then I could schedule out what I was going to do for the rest of the week like if one of my friends wanted to be like oh do you want to go clubbing tonight and I was like oh yeah I've finished my seminar work for tomorrow so let's go you know like it freed up a lot of my social time because you know first year is the time to enjoy it but also first year of law school in regards to studying underpins everything you do for the rest of your degree so you know you do well I don't know if all uh, law schools do it but we did contract law criminal law public law one and two um and we had one elective which didn't underpin anything but we've spoken about this already in the previous episode but all of those kind of basics in a weird way like when you go to law school you understand but those basic modules are the ones that will underpin for the rest of your degree so you let's say you've done criminal law for example um as the you know the core module in first year and then you enjoyed it so much that you're like oh you know what in second year I'm going to pick international criminal law and then in your third year you're like oh I really enjoyed international criminal law oh I'm going to pick crime punishment race and religion you know what I mean like all of the things that you learn in first year that knowledge you'll carry with you for the rest of your degree so you have to make sure that yeah first year doesn't count blah 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 blah. it does count especially in regards to what you're going to learn for not only the rest of your degree but also when you're in second year and you're applying to let's say vacation vacation schemes if you want to become a solicitor they look at your first year grades because they they count towards whether they think that you're going to be on track for a 2-1 or a first or not um and also like um like moot court competitions and things like that like your grades and marks and those and whether you've participated in those will affect whether you'll get um experience over the summer internships and things like that in for mini pupillages and things like that in in the barrister world I can't talk so much about it because I that was never a career that I actually looked into but so your grades do matter Uh, they matter a lot in first year because it's what keeps you on track for not only the rest of your degree but also what opportunities are available to you because even when you apply to open days they ask for your grades 
an open day is just to go and visit the law firm and have a look around and or visit the chambers and have a look around and stuff like that but they ask for your grade still because they want to see if you're going to be a worthy candidate for you for them to take on for a vacation scheme so you have to actually make sure that you are studying as best as you can in your first year I I know that it's very difficult and I know that it, it can be really overwhelming and I would 100% recommend listening to our other episodes on like top tips for studying and things like that or even reaching out to us because we've been where you are so we can give you our best tips I think my best tip in regards to studying for law school is in first year is not only doing your seminar work and your lecture reading ahead of like a, at least four days before but also um if you have a question ask genuinely like I sometimes I would just rock up to the law school and try and find my lecturer or try and find my seminar leader or even talk to my personal academic tutor because I was just like I don't know what to do can you help me and then there more times than most like I'd say eight out of ten times they're either not only going to be in their office but willing to sit down and talk to you and help you so 100% ask for help um, and 100% make sure you're trying to get your work done ahead of time and volunteer in your seminars as well guys because that's really where the most of the knowledge is gonna come to fruition that's where your mind is going to start working it's where the clogs are going to start turning you know bars but um in lectures it sometimes does feel like people they are talking at you especially if you're you're feeling very overwhelmed but in your seminars is where you take that knowledge from the lecture and then take the extra reading that you had to do and put it to good use. And, you know, it feels good when you actually can answer a question. And even if your question is your answer is wrong, they'll tell you why it's wrong and they'll show you why, you know. So don't feel nervous or feel out of your. Like, don't if you feel like you're suffering from imposter syndrome, basically, is what I'm trying to get at. Just make sure that you're working as hard as you possibly can because everybody feels like that I promise you we all felt overwhelmed we all felt like we didn't belong there because it you the lecturers will talk to you as if you know as much as they do but they're they're experts in their field (laughs) so there's no way that we're in first year we're gonna know as much as they do but yeah that would be my top tips for studying like it's gonna be hard and it's going to feel really overwhelming, but I genuinely think that you're going to get through it and you're going to ace it and you're going to do as best as you can. And as long as you're doing the best you can, no one can tell you otherwise. Also, little disclaimer, law is the hardest degree in the world to get a first in. So genuinely don't worry. You're doing just fine. But yeah, do you have any tips for for law, for first year studying, V? Uh, just be yourself and just give it your best shot do your readings be a good girl and do your readings or a good boy whichever and uh, do your reading do your reading I cannot emphasize this enough do your reading even if you do your reading and you don't do your seminar questions you're in a better position than if you didn't do the reading for the seminar questions so do your reading if you know that you are not going to have enough time to do your seminar questions try at least to do your reading because 
I mean, it doesn't happen that often as it does in America. We don't get cold, cold that much. But in seminars, professors will pick on you. And they will ask you questions. And you need to know your stuff if you don't want to look like a, an idiot in front of your whole class. So, yeah, this, this what my, that's my number one advice. Um, make flashcards you will not be able to write everything manually because law is very heavy so you most likely will need to use a laptop and because you will make sure you invest in a good pair of blue light glasses just to protect your eyes because you will be spending prolonged periods of time at your desk looking staring at your screen so that's another thing that I would say and just invest as much as you can in getting desk gadgets, making your uh, study environment as comfortable as possible. For example, my life completely changed when I bought a laptop stand. I could do prolonged periods of work without, you know, straining my neck, straining my back, uh, getting a hunchback, that kind of stuff. So get yourself one of those, get yourself a book stand, um, you know, just, just small things like this can really, can really make world, uh, world's difference. So yeah, and aside from that, I don't really have much, much, many more tips, just get on with it, just do it. Yeah. Like, it's hard, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, it's, it's, it's very hard. But um, if you want it badly enough, you just gotta suck it up and do it. That is very true. Okay, and the last one we're going to go on to, relationships. Just like a little ending. I mean, I would remark. rather not talk about this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to just I just, feel like, I just feel like it doesn't deserve recognition. You Bloody know what I mean? hell. I'm just going to yeah. add my two cents. I think a lot of people I think just... they're going to go to university and think they're going to meet their lovely life. Some people do. I've seen some people do that and I absolutely love that for them but university isn't about that I think a lot of the time people are like oh like I met my childhood sweetheart at university and we've been married and had kids you know that doesn't always happen um and don't set your mind on that happening because just as much as you are fresh out of sixth form 90% of those boys are also fresh out of sixth form so the same boys that you were in sixth form with are the same boys that are going to be in your class so again <laughs> don't, don't stress about that sharking is a real thing so be careful of older generations preying on you when you go in first year of law school it's not always a compliment um so, sometimes that can be quite a dangerous situation to put yourself in um and also I would say try not to date your flatmates um because if it goes south you still have to live with them <laughs> that never happens to me thank god love all of you guys but yeah um but yeah like try not to date your flatmates um or anyone you live with because you know again if you live together or choose to live with each other in second year um oh we didn't talk about that when you're planning to move into second year we'll Guys, talk about that we're, we're aware we've kept you here for nearly an hour now so we're gonna wrap this up and do another part yeah two. we'll do we'll do a part two um because apparently there's endless tips um but yeah so just try not to take your flatmates and also like if you are going to do a long distance relationship from university it, it can oh. be very <laughs> Vanessa says don't 
I am 50-50, either don't or prepare for it to be really difficult because you don't want to have to keep spending your loan back and forth, traveling to and from wherever it is that you're going to go um, and missing valuable time of make setting, you know, concrete foundations as to where you're going to be spending the next three, four years of your life. The only thing that I'm going to say, and I will close on this, I will let you guys ponder about this. When you go to university, you haven't met all of you yet. You don't know your potential. You don't know who you are. No matter how much you think you know yourself and you think that you've got it under control and you think that you're mature and you think this and you think that and you think that you've discovered everything that there is to know and you know everything, you don't. You're still young, naive, vulnerable and stupid so not stupid not stupid well, not stupid like, but like don't think that you know absolutely everything yeah. because I yeah. did and because you haven't met all of you yet you don't know yourself chances are the person that you're with that you are madly in love with and that is like a, he you think that he's going to be there for the rest of your life he doesn't know himself either sweetheart when, you when, go on yeah, no, I was just going to say, you guys don't know. You think that you have it all under control, but actually you don't know who you are. 18 to 20 to 21 is the age that you lose a lot of people. You gain a lot of people and you discover yourself. It is a very emotionally turbulent time. So don't think that, oh yeah, this guy's going to be in my life forever because he's not. This is the thing with that. Like I, me and Vanessa were literally when we were on the phone the other day, we had this exact conversation, and I was saying to her, I was like, I went, I went to uni, a completely different person. Like that summer is not the same summer sitting here talking to you guys today. It, she's just not. Like I couldn't be any more different from who I was when I went to university, and I think it's something that I didn't expect to happen. Um, I lost friends I gained friends I got into relationships I got out of relationships like I completely changed everything about myself like my interests changed my career plans changed you know my fashion changed like my eating habits changed like everything changes you go through massive changes in your life whether you move away from home or you don't you go through I think the most change you've probably gone through since you hit puberty at like 13 when you're in the years of 18 to 21 which are the years that you ordinarily are at university so prepare yourself for that it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing at all you grow and you learn things about yourself and you realize things about yourself and you spend a lot of time by yourself as well sometimes when you're at university like yeah you may meet your friends for life but there were some times that I was going to the coffee shops by myself I was going shopping by myself I was going to the opticians by myself like you are completely and entirely independent in those years as well and you will realize a lot about yourself so yeah as a closing remark I think that was a really great way to end it um V um so yeah we will honest with yourself yeah stay um, stay true to yourself always and don't be afraid of change don't be delusional yeah a hundred percent but anyway we will wrap this up here um, we hope that this hasn't been so such a crazy episode. We've gone through a lot of information and I know that it can get a bit hectic and a bit overwhelming. Um, but take your time, listen to this. This is a great episode, especially if you're planning to, to move to university away from home, but also um, 
when you're about to start law school and we're so excited for you guys to start and please let us know how it's going and um, if you need any help tips anything not only listen to our previous episodes but just message us like we're super friendly and some of you guys already have so love you guys for that but yeah we hope you have a great day no matter where you are no matter what you're doing um and we wish you all the best of luck i'm so excited for you guys lots of love lots of love bye bye